Welcome, the wonder of Advent. As we journey through the Gospel of Luke, we are looking at the different aspects of the life of Christ and how it pertains to preparation of our hearts uh, for the coming of our Lord and Savior, the birth, the remembrance of his birth, and the second coming. Today we are in Luke chapter 8, and specifically we're speaking about Jesus and his view on women in ministry. He had something to say, and it was beautiful, and it was encouraging, and it was uplifting, and it was contrary to the cultural norms of the time. Today we are in Luke chapter 8, day 13, the wonder of Advent. In spite of the time period and the cultural norm, Jesus always went out and spoke truth because he is truth. And what man tried to put in a box, Jesus would speak value to. And I love this because Jesus honored and he respected women in spite of what was culturally accepted in that day, right? Men in that culture. He did not degrade women. He did not force them into becoming a lesser role, but instead he encouraged them. He encouraged them to walk alongside him and to serve, and that they did. It was a time period where it was taboo for a rabbi, which was a teacher of God's word, to mentor, to teach um, a woman. But Jesus permitted it. He was speaking loud and clear. He allowed the women to travel with him. I want to read to you from Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, because this is very powerful. Um, it says in Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, Now it came to pass afterwards that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing glad tidings of the kingdom of God. So here we see he's going forth, he's preaching. He's going through every city, every village. He's preaching the word. He's bringing the good news. The gospel is the good news. Amen? And it says, and the 12 were with him. So Jesus is traveling. We see him traveling from one city to the next, from one town to the next. We see that it says here that his 12 disciples, they were also with him traveling. And, verse 2, and certain women. It was not just the disciples that were traveling with Jesus. There were certain women that were also traveling with Jesus. And it says, and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. And then it lists Mary, called Mary Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. So he had cast seven demons out of Mary Magdalene. Notice here it says, and certain women, that's plural who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Now, we, he mentions Mary Magdalene specifically, but he said there were certain women, plural, that had these evil spirits cast out and infirmities cast out. So, and then he goes, verse three, and Joanna and Herod's steward and Susanna and many others who had provided for, for him from their substance. So, Let's back up. We see here Jesus is going about through every city, and it says that he's preaching. So he's on a his mission trip, so to speak, right? He's going forth and he is preaching the word of God. He's bringing the gospel. He's bringing the good news. And it says in verse one, the twelve disciples traveled with him. 
they went with him. They were with him. And then starting in verse 2 of Luke chapter 8, verse 2 and, and verse 3, it also mentions the women were traveling with Jesus as Jesus ministered. They were right there. It says, and certain women who had been healed and delivered of evil spirits. Mary Magdalene is mentioned by name. And then it says others, but then it lists a few others. Joanna, Herod Stewart, uh, Susanna, and many others. And it says they provided for him from their substance. So here we see not only did Jesus liberate women from a cultural mindset of the time by allowing them to travel with him and to be taught by him, but he accepted their financial support. So it says that they provided from their substance, from their, from what they had, they provided for him. So here we see, we see two different, well, we see a lot of things, but I want to point out two different things. Number one, the mindset. The mindset of the time, right, was that women were subservient, right? And that they were, um, that they were sinful, they were unclean, right? The mindset of the time. The Pharisees actually considered the women to be unclean, but Jesus did not have that mindset. He came to change that mindset, and I'll show you that in a moment here. But in this specific passage, you know, he is saying, no, because you're putting rules and, and man-made obligations upon people that I do not put, right? And so we teach and we live by example. Well, Jesus was doing that very thing, not just in words, but in deed. When he allowed these women to travel with him, as as a teacher of the word preaching the gospel of course he allowed the disciples because they were being raised up they were being trained up right they were traveling with jesus so that they could learn so that they could then go forth and do the same matthew 28 go ye therefore right and do the things i've taught you so we know that the disciples were traveling with him but it says in this passage right here that the women were also certain women were also traveling with him and those women when you, you travel with jesus you are learning right you are learning they needed to learn and so they were learning they were being discipled by jesus the greatest teacher god himself jesus christ right they were being discipled they were being taught in a culture where women were considered to be subservient they were considered substandard they were considered unclean in a culture that this was taboo to do right jesus did not shun them he didn't he instead commended them and he accepted their financial support that was the second point that i want to bring about is is that jesus said that you cannot travel with me because you're a female no he allowed them to come to learn to be taught and to receive financial support from them. so that's pretty powerful and it shows you there was not this call in his mind in the mind of christ there wasn't this cultural bias that we see in culture back then and still somewhat to this day, right? So I just read to you um, Luke 8, 1 through 3, how incredible the heart of God is that is exemplified through Jesus as he walked here on earth, right? I mean, we got to rem remember, this was a time period that it was taboo for this to happen, for a man, to a rabbi, you know, a teacher of the gospel to be preaching and to be teaching a woman with the religious mindset, right? You know, we just got done yesterday reading and going through 
portions of Luke chapter 7. And in that portion of scripture in Luke chapter 7, Jesus literally commended the action of a, a simple woman that washed his feet with her tears. Remember yesterday's study? When we went through yesterday's study, how the sinful woman came in and touched Jesus, which was also considered taboo. She was sinful. Everybody knew she was sinful. She's touching Jesus. She's crying. Her tears are all over him, washing his feet with her hair. She dried his feet and with her, her vial of fragrant oil, she feet she poured oil on his right anointed him with oil but jesus did not come he didn't um, he, he didn't scold her he didn't rebuke her everybody else was doing that like do you not know who's touching you do you not know why are you allowing this she's a sinful woman she's a woman and she's you know but instead jesus commended her and he said you're forgiven he said you are forgiven to this woman stop and think about this for a moment as all the pharisees were in an uproar Jesus did not have the same response to the many men that were sitting all around him. The many men that were steeped in pride. He didn't say anything to them, did he? What he pointed out was the woman. And he said to this woman, your sins are forgiven. They were basically ready to stone this woman with their words. They, they couldn't believe that Jesus would allow this. Jesus said, not only am I allowing this, she is a forgiven woman. She was in a culture that undermined, they, they considered women to be nothing better than a slave. Jesus some words for, the, for, for them, didn't he? So his mindset, he was bringing in this mindset, he's trying trying to change the cultural norms that, that they had at the time. So we think about this in this portion of scripture in Luke chapter 8, 1 through 3, where these women traveled with Jesus. They were also provided for Jesus. And he did not make them feel like they were substandard just because they were female. So he was bringing forth this change. He was bringing forth this understanding. You know, you, Pharisees, you're putting men in a box. You're putting people, you're, you're literally... You're chaining what I've come to free. You are you are causing bondage to what I'm bringing freedom to. I'm bringing freedom to a mindset. So don't ever let someone, don't ever let someone bring in a teaching that that is so full of religiosity and missing the heartbeat of God for all of His creation. He has made us people. He's made us in the image and in the likeness of his son. We are created with purpose, the plans, and the purposes of God. Right? In the kingdom, there is no male nor female. We are actually one with Christ. Do not allow, because it's still going on today, this mindset, depending on what group, what group you're traveling, it's still going on. This mindset is still going on today. If you are female and you're preaching the gospel, uh, you're stunned, you're ridiculed, you're, you know, there's all kinds of things that still do happen to, to this in this day. Um, and we have, we have, you know, groups you know, sections of people that have, they, they understand the truth. You still have plenty that are, that are standing 
firm, you know, on a very religious mindset and try to liberate. So, you know, and, and it's not an argument of, uh, in my mind, it's not a, something to argue over, but it's something to understand your position, especially if you're a woman in ministry. It's something to biblically be able to defend your, what you do, what, what, why are you doing what you are doing biblically? Can you defend your position biblically? So this is just, we're just touching on this topic. I've got lots of teaching on this. Um, I, I've done a class on this and I'm going to be doing another one next year. Um, because I feel like it's still needed to bring light to this topic. But but today, because we are in the Gospel of Luke and in chapter 8 specifically, you know, where it says that Jesus is traveling and his disciples are traveling with him and certain women. And these women also were supporting, right? So if you're traveling with an individual, you are also being mentored by the individual. I know as a leader, I've got people that come with me. They they are literally being mentored by me. Some call me their spiritual mom. They're being mentored, right? Because they're being taught. Many of you on this platform, you feel the same way. You're being taught, you're being mentored, you're being raised up. Right? Whenever you teach, you impart what you have, what you know, what you've been through. You're giving of yourself right so that you're making disciples right and that's the goal right and so i know that this is a calling of god but and, and to be able to defend this biblically which is the key not just because you feel or god told you but biblically be able to defend and so this is something that i have done a lot of study you know um under and, and i've been and i continue and i'm going to be you know giving more more studies uh teachings on this, including next year as well, because I believe it's something that is necessary. It's important. So from this, today's teaching, the wonder of Advent, the heart of God, the heart of Jesus, he literally, he, he was, his mindset was freedom to his creation, both male and female, not bondage to one gender. <laughs> male and female, he created them in his image, he created them he god right and jesus was with god he was there in the beginning right is there one so it's important to remember that jesus honored and he respected women in spite of the cultural norm at the time the mindset of the time and that his view it's important to remember his view on women really is the same as his view on men are you willing to come and follow me? Are you willing to let go of everything else and completely 100% be submitted and walk under my calling, which is your calling? Are you ready? Are you willing to forsake all and to literally give me your 100%? Because that's what Jesus is looking for. He is looking for the individual that says, Lord, I am yours. Do unto me, Mary mother of Jesus, do unto me according to your word. Do unto me, right? So he's looking for a heart that is molded and set, set apart to do the will of the Father. He's not looking for, are you a man or are you a woman? Because that's going to classify you in one track or another, as man would like to put it, by taking a couple scriptures completely out of context. So we are <laughs> we are we're moving we're growing we're 
We're, getting, we're filled with the love of God day by day, moment by moment, and we are allowing him to prepare our heart for this beautiful Christmas season, this Advent season. And as, as women in ministry, and, and you all are women in ministry, for those of you that are women, I know we've got on this platform, praise God, because we, I believe in honoring all people, not just one, one, one race or one gender, all people here to honor one another. We are to love one another. We are to prefer one another in Christ.